Who like who's gonna care? Who's gonna be like, why are these guys talking about the show that's three years old? That's what makes our show fun. How dynamic and chit chatty we get. Yeah, we're so good. Welcome to the show. We're trying our new format again. We haven't got a lot of good feedback on the. We haven't gotten any feedback <laughs> on the new format. You know, you know what? You know what that means no feedback means good feedback. <laughs> No bad feedback on the new format, so we're trying it again. Yeah. No news is good news. So. Oh. <laughs> Do it. I don't have music to cue. Okay. Just, just pretend like It'll it's be a post, a, just right, like yeah. last time. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Above the Board with Josh and Phil, where we stay above the board. Oh, that's your line. My bad. <laughs> I did it again. Change it up completely. I don't have my script. That's fine. I don't oh. have my script. It's up here. Hey, God. Mulligan. All right, we checked the stream title, so we're ready to go. All right, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Yo. Welcome to Above the Board with Josh and Phil. Where we stay above the board. With Josh and Phil. Uh, above weird. the board. <laughs> he still did it different. Above the Board Ow. is recorded in front of a live streaming Perfect. audience. Join us at twitch.tv above the board. Before we get above the board and play, what we're going to play... Just like last time, we're going to talk about what's been fueling our geeky hearts because Phil, it's been it's been a hot minute. It's yeah. been a hot. Yeah, hot I, I month. had no idea what you're geeking on. <laughs> no idea, no clue. It's a total mystery. Well, there's one thing I know for sure that we're both geeking on because we're there together, hand in hand, stride in stride uh, at Gen Con 2022. Sorry, we're okay. just in in the hot attic <laughs> of their house. I'm forever grateful I wore shorts. Yeah, it's so hot up here. But hopefully that'll change here soon. Um, like, as in we'll be in the cooler months. Not that the aerial yeah. circulation will be better. <laughs> Geeking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do together. We, Gen Con. Gen It was amazing. It was, yeah, it was your first Gen Con. It was ever. my first. Yeah, no, it was great, man. It was a good time. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, my expectations were, like, fairly high from, like, what you and other friends have mm-hmm. mentioned before. But I will say that the actual experience exceeded my already high expectations. Wow. Yeah. And maybe that's because I'm still kind of like a baby board game player mm-hmm. in comparison to a lot of the people that were there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, I mean, there's, like, people playing the same train game for the last 40 years. That's true. And that is true. So. But, like, I don't know. I'm not knocking it. But, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Like, no, 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 no. There is. There's, like, thing. all these little pockets of culture in Gen Con. If there's anything I learned at every tournament that we played in well i really just the king of tokyo one yeah that's like when i had the chance to talk to the most people at once yeah is that most of the people there were like they had their favorite games but also like just their like favorite type of games that they only stick to and like they don't venture not just like the one game they've been playing for 40 years but like no that's how i mentioned the train game there's like a corner they're like they're like a club called the puffing billies or something that sponsor only train games. Okay. They have a whole corner of the game section. And it's the like the same Phillies. 50 old guys <laughs> show up every year That's and play great. the same games. My dad was like trying a new one. Yeah. And he's like, I've always wanted to play it. I heard it's really good. And these guys have played it so much. Before he did anything, they'd be like, stop. You'll lose if you do that. Do this. <laughs> like, And they just like couldn't even learn the game because they've played it so many times. Jeez. It's, uh, it's impressive. There's one one guy that was like, "What's your?" He's like, "What's your favorite game, like of all time?" And I was like, "Um, <laughs> put you on the spot." Yeah, I was like, "Uh, uh, like Wingspan." 
<laughs> I think that's a good answer. And he goes, he's like, yeah, he was nice. He was like, oh, wingspan, that's a good, that's a good one. Um, like, do you just, what do you like about it? And I was like, um, I'm a bird enthusiast. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only right answer. Yeah. It wasn't, like, he was super nice and super like, oh, I'm glad you're here, you know, yeah. I hope you enjoy yourself. Like, he was very inclusive. But he was like, oh, you're too basic for me. Yeah, he was kind of <laughs> like, you're not, you're not at the same level that I'm at, buddy. Like, if you're not spending hundreds of dollars on miniatures a year, a month, maybe. Dude, dude, <laughs> can't. Then we can't have this conversation. I'm not entirely sure why I asked other than being polite, I guess. <laughs> But no, I had a great time, man. I had an excellent time. Like I had a I had a blast walking around with you, like just demoing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that, uh, the escape games were pretty cool. Like from yeah, Escape from Dark Sector and from Dark Castle. Yeah, we played the new one, and then we played the pre- the original. The original. One. Yeah, and oddly enough, the original was sold out, but not the new, new one. one. Should have got it, man. It would have been great for the show. Yeah, yeah. Hindsight's so. always twenty twenty. But I enjoyed the. Uh, I don't know, the, like, the different mechanics that I came across. Like, the different games that were demoed. I don't quite know what I was expecting to come across. Being one that's only played games for, you know, like, two years, I guess. But, like, that dive game. Like, overall, was it a great game? No. Which but, like, one? The, the di- they had, like, the little cheats. And you had to determine, like... Uh, how many sharks or turtles or whatever. Oh, that game. Yeah. The dive game. Yeah, I thought was, you said die game. No, no, no. And I was like, dive. all the games have dice. <laughs> no. I don't know which one you're talking about. Dive. Oh, the dive. one that didn't have dice. Yeah, no. Had tokens. Dude, that game was wild. Yeah. Dive. So, check it out. It's like a family game, I would yeah. maybe say. Yeah, I would definitely But say they it. have like these like translucent sheets of pictures of sharks and fish. And turtles. And turtles. And rays. And so when they stack them up, you can't, like, see to the bottom. And the game is you, like, guess how many, you know, turtles you can see before you see a shark, basically. It's not a good pitch for it. But it plays really neat. It's really cool. Yeah. Because then you peel off all the layers to see who is right, and it's like a race to the bottom. That sounds bad, too. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you're you're diving down to the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Is the premise. To be the better diver. Are you merfolk in that game? I couldn't tell. Like, were you diving past the merfolk, or were you a merfolk <laughs> yourself? You know, I I would say not a merfolk, because the cover on the box was, like, just a snorkeler. Okay, okay. Sure. So I would assume that you that's see him in passing. A, yeah, as you do. Like, when you go diving, you're like, <laughs> hey, there's definitely some aquatic cryptids hanging out. It's normal. <laughs> but yeah, no, there's just tons and tons of stuff. There's, like, some weird games, too, that seemed interesting, that were, like, a little, um... Like quirky, like that dinner one. Uh, what was it uh, called Surrealist Dinner Party? Yeah. That was an interesting one. It's super strong on theme. Yeah. But like mechanic wise, it was just like a, you know, token selection game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is still fun. But, but if the you like art on it was art, pretty cool. Yeah, the art was top notch. So if you're big into thematic games, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. While you were doing your magic tournament, I demoed a couple interesting games like Fossil. I don't know if you've seen that one Mm-mm. before. It's basically like a tile like movement game. Like you like stack up these tiles that have fossils in them. Yeah. And then you like move your token around and like move these chunks of clay out of the way to like get the fossils. And you're basically rebuilding dinosaurs and that's how you get your victory points. Oh neat. But like you have cards that you can play that like let you move differently and stuff like that or like have different effects on what you're digging or how you're digging okay. instead of digging like yeah. horizontally where you're sliding the tiles out so you didn't buy that one though did you no 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 so it wasn't a winner wasn't uh no <laughs> but i mean it was still cool the uh 
The ones that I did get, I mean, Letter Jam. Yeah. That's a fun one. That's a good one. I almost played it today. Yeah? <laughs> Where? At, when my family got together. Oh, nice. And we brought that and this other game, Just One. And Just One was the one they picked. Okay. So I haven't gotten to jam my Letter Jam yet. I've played Letter Jam a couple times with the family. I played Drop Dungeon a few times with Sadie. Yes. Drop Dungeon is one we both demoed and both enjoyed yeah. enough to buy and play with their kids. Yeah. It was pretty good. That's a uh, really fun one. I'm actually, you know how when we were there, I was like, I might get Galaxy Trucker, the app. Yeah. It's really cheap right now. It's like $20 on Amazon and the like game? Barnes and Noble. Yeah. I swear. What? It's like, 20, what? like $23, $24. I just spent an Amazon gift card today. I'm so, going back. I'm, you keep talking. <laughs> no, you're I'm fine. i pull up Amazon. Look at Amazon and look at Barnes and Noble because it was super cheap. Barnes and Noble's not cheap for anything ever. I promise you. <laughs> I wouldn't lie to you. It was like thirty normally, but then it was on sale online for like nineteen ninety nine last week. I don't know if it still is. So did you are you saying you bought it or are you just? I'm going to it get cheap? it because it keeps showing up as okay. relatively cheap. So it's twenty eight on Amazon. That definitely went up. It was like twenty three something. But yeah. anyway, no, that was when we played the giant one. They had it set up so instead of having a board, it was like a floor mat. Yeah, <laughs> and like all the tiles were like floor tiles instead of like the normal one inch by yeah. one inch that was a lot of fun though i had a lot of fun it's just i feel like the guy that demoed it was a little uh, out of it he was a little spacey i feel like he did a pretty good job i think the problem was we played with somebody who had like a like a handicap that didn't let them move around well yeah and so the guy you could tell he was stuck in this weird spot because he definitely want to be inclusive it's not like we wanted them not to play right right, right. but you had to like run to the middle of the floor and then run back to your ship. And then the the person with this disabled person was like a real like rule stickler for a game yeah. that's supposed to be chaotic. And so it just made like a weird vibe. Yeah. But the elements were there that I want to play it with people who want to like laugh at how badly they build their <laughs> spaceships. Like that's yeah. the that's the crowd. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna pick that up here pretty soon. I also uh, played a round of The Hunger with a friend of mine. Is that a Richard Garfield game or whatever? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, we're vampires. I'm sure it plays really well. Yeah, it was. It's a lot of fun, and you dig it. I'm sure. I almost kickstarted it. It's like um, premises. You basically have to run out and feed as much as you can, and like yeah. power up to be the most powerful vampire. Yeah, before, I should have thought about you. Before daylight. I mean, we should have known you would want to play it because I was running through my head. I was like, this group of friends like would not like eating people as a theme for a game. Nah, me, I was like, me. this other group of friends <laughs> doesn't like the drafting very much. Like. <laughs> But it would have been great it's, for the show. Yeah. We would have gone hard. Yeah. Probably going to pick that up, though, because it was, it was a good play. All right. It was pretty Well, fun. I think I'm going to buy this $28 Galaxy Trucker. All right. And then you can get... I'll get the hunger. <laughs> the hunger. Yeah. But honestly, though, I think one of my... The most fun that I had at Gen Con with you was the Two Rooms and a Boom yes, experience. Yes. I was just talking about that, how I wish we'd signed up for more. Yeah. That was so much fun. Uh, and, and I actually had a, tons of fun playing Secret Hitler with that group. Yeah. And it's mainly because, like, just their personalities, like, mesh so well, you know, oh, yeah. with themselves. And, like, even though it was a little awkward at first with us, like, it, it was, they yeah, were good well, people. It's like, well, they had so much fun playing it, they yeah. signed up to play it again yeah. at the same time we walked in. Yeah. So even though I don't think, I think in general they didn't know each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they had an hour of Secret Hitler together. <laughs> yeah. They were really cool people. I like that. Oh, yeah. It is. It's like a social game. The people that game clicks with are people who are, like, fun to talk with. (laughs) Yeah. But Two Rooms in a Boom, man, that game was so much fun. Dude, I know. I have trouble describing it to people because it's so weird. Yes, and there's so many rules. Like, like roles. Yes. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's pretty basic in that there's two rooms, and 
one team, there's two teams and two rooms. Yeah. They're not connected. And uh, one team has a terrorist and the other team has the president. And so the idea is that the terrorists want to have the terrorist bomber in the same room as the president to win. And the other team wants to keep them separate to win. And you do it by you each have a card with your role. And so you're either red team or blue team. And you could be red team, bomber, blue team, president. And that's like the gist of it is that after like two or three minutes of going up to people being like, want to show me your card? Then someone is in charge of like sending three hostages to the other room. And then you can like vote out the person who's the hostage sender. Yeah. And then so what makes it fun is that we played with like 30 people, right? Yeah. And so there's all these like different roles for the teams. Like there were spies where your card looks red, but you're actually on the blue team. And then there's all these like neutral roles. With, like, a, an yeah. assassin trying to find a target to assassinate and stuff. Yeah. And it the was neutral roles, like, it was just get, wild. get out of control. Because that description sounds weird, and you don't really get the game until you play it. Because I knew that before we went in, and I'm like, I've heard it's fun, so we should try it. Yeah. And that first game, I feel like we both were, like, awkwardly, like, what do we do? Who do well, we I was a to? shy guy. Oh, you were that, supposed that, to be shy the first Yeah, that first game, I was, like, and I kept getting called out for being, like, weirdly shy, and I was yeah. like, I mean, I'm... I'm Fulfilling my role. What do you want me to do? <laughs> so. And so, but for me, it took like the first game before it clicked. Where I was like, oh, what you do is you try to get as much info as possible and trade it with other people. Yeah. In order to get like your president away from the bomb or the bomb yeah. with the president. Or, or if you just want to be one of the winning people, like if you're yeah. a neutral party. Yeah. Like you can it sell is. out both teams, which is really interesting. Like if you get like, for example, there's the Romeo and Juliet and they have to be together and with the bomb. Yes. And if you know the bomb is with the president, or, like, if you know the bomb is in one room uh, and the president's in the other, and, like, one of your... The other people that you need to be with is, like, with the president, you can, like, try to, like, coerce whoever's, like, handling the hostages to get, like, hey, hey, don't you need that guy over here? Well, maybe you should get them, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that when it's all over, like, whoever the terrorists are, they win, but you win, too, because your partner... (laughs) Yeah, it's just, like, all about this, like, trading information. So as I got really aggressively, like, talking to people, yeah, I went from being, like, too shy to talk to anyone to be like, show me your card. <laughs> Who are you? I'll show you mine. <laughs> Give me all of your information. My favorite was, like, the last game where they introduced the hot potato, which makes the game crazy. And oh, yeah. If you ask to see the card of the person with the hot potato, they give it to you and you switch roles. Yeah. And so the whole game, I was this one role, and at the end when they called it out to see if they won... Josh looks at me and I don't raise my hand. He's yeah. like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and then they're like, Here's the hot out, potato. I'm like, "It's me." <laughs> Less the last twenty seconds of the game, the the hostage came over. So I was like, "Oh, hey, who are you?" And they're like, "Oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Give me your card." <laughs> and like, dang it! <clears throat> I was like, oh. Also, I was thinking about this the other day. Our uh, epic failure at Codenames Duet. Dude. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we were, like, in the lead after round one. Dude, yes. So, because they're, like, after the second round we lost, they're like, well, you still got a chance to yeah. to come so, out on top. If you haven't played Codenames, it's where you, like, give a word clue, and then the other, your teammates have to, like, find it on the board. In duets, it's like a co-op version where you take turns giving clues for different answers, which is pretty neat. I hadn't played duet, so I like that in general. Yeah. But it was, we were, like, above the board twins round one. We, we had, like... <laughs> Because you get one point for finishing, and then one point for each guess you didn't need to use. Yeah. And we got like three or four points round one. Three, I think, yeah. And um, and then round two, 
uh, you hit the assassin, right? Like you, yeah, you, you yeah, jumped yeah. on the clue. I was on fragrant purse. Yes, my clue was fragrant, and you guessed purse, and I was like, "What's a fragrant purse? Come on!" <laughs> but because I was just, thinking of perfume in a purse. Yeah, and so I mean, I get it afterwards, yeah. but yeah, I was yeah. like, "How'd you get there?" So the assassin put us out, so we got zero points for the round. And uh, going into it, I was like, "I assume you have to finish every round to win." Yeah. And, and then I- the judge came by right as saying, "Like, oh, I guess we're out." <laughs> And she's like looking at the scoreboard, like, no, I think you guys could still do it. <laughs> yeah. And then your clue for me was um, tunnel. Tunnel, yeah. And I guessed forest but, um, for the assassin, and we lost. Or was it, no, was it forest? Oh, you said forest. Forest, and then you because chose Because I was supposed tunnel. to say monkey. Yeah. Because <laughs> there was sloth and monkey, and you were like going back and forth between the two. Because I was like, in my head, I was like, crap, I didn't see sloth it's gonna be two jungle animals and he's gonna be like nah he would say jungle which is what you said you're like well why wouldn't you say jungle i'm like Dang it. yep but i was doing the tournament calculus and i was like i know we have to, we can't waste a turn so i was like you know when you're going through the highway and there's a lot of trees you're always like it looks like a tunnel so I guess tunnel for forest. I I get that too. But you also completely (laughs) blindsided me. I was like, there's no way he's going to go with this one. I know the rules are you can't, like, as a clue giver, like, you know, make eyes at the person to give them hints. Yeah. And I was just like, this is such a crazy guess. If I say it, he'll either, like, give me the knowing look or the please don't look. (laughs) So I just had to go for it. Yeah. You shot. You shot your shot. And... (laughs) It did not land. So we went from first to last. Yeah. It was funny, though. Because that was like, it's a running gag now. Yeah. Like, you friggin' purse and your <laughs> forest tunnel. <laughs> forest tunnel. It is, so. Uh, I, like, you were talking about trying all the new games and stuff, which is a great selling point of Gen Con, but I just love the tournaments. Yeah. Like you're saying. So I'm, like, super pumped. We did the King of Tokyo tournament. I made yeah. it to the final table. The guy to my left won by making the play I was planning on playing and if I would thought about it I could have blocked him so I was like oh so close nice and then we bombed out of that duet tournament yeah and then the other tournament I did was that magic tournament which I did win it's kind of a short one but it was a blast it was with the convention booster packs so if you're into magic at all they had these weird playtest cards that you can only get at conventions with these packs or whatever and it was silly Crazy things happen. I had a card that lets you search the cards that they didn't play with and put it in the game for free. It's okay. When you're doing <laughs> that, so that's blast. when I was like roaming the floor and hackling with people. I know. That was my favorite part too, <laughs> where you're like, I'm going to go do some shopping. And I was like, well, you can come over and get the keys for me and put stuff in the car. Yeah. And it never shows up until the event's over. And you had that giant Mass- gaming bag <laughs> filled to the Massive brim. Massive bag that could like, fit oh me gosh. if I was like curled up. <laughs> See, that's why I was bombing on Fossil earlier, because I was like, he bought so many games. Actually, I only bought four, five. Really? Yeah, it's probably five. Drop Dungeon, Letter Jam, Trap Words, Brew, maybe one more. Time before I went to Gen Con, I basically bought something because I felt like it was wrong to go to Gen Con and not buy a new game. But that was also the one where I just played Magic the whole time, and I was like, I paid way too much money to play Magic for three days. (laughs) I might as well spend more money on a game that I'm going to play. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up getting Marvel, or not Marvel, Star Wars Villainous, though. Oh, like, yeah. I, I didn't get it at Gen Con. I was going to, but I ended up not getting it. Have you played it yet or looked at the characters? I looked at the characters. They're legit. Like, Grievous, like, his end game for his board is hunt Jedis and get their lightsabers. Nice. 
which makes sense. I would um, totally pick Grievous. Yeah, dude, Grievous is probably my favorite one. Vader's one's pretty cool, too, is you have to get Luke on your board and get him to the Emperor's throne room and have him conflicted in the Force. That seems really complicated. Yeah. I'm sure it's quite possible, but... Yeah. When I demoed it on the floor, the, one of the developers, that's who he played as, was Vader. I was, um, Ventress, Asajj Ventress, or whatever. Oh, yeah, with her crooked lightsaber handles. Yeah, she's pretty cool. But then you also got Moff Gideon, which I feel like is a weird... He's from... Villain. Mandalorian, Mandalorian right? Yeah. Well, I feel like they've got to capitalize on the hot I, new I, Star Wars. <laughs> I guess. But, I mean, like, to have him instead of, like, Count Dooku. To me, it's, like, Asajj Ventress instead of Count Dooku's, like, the weird one. Well, yeah, I guess that is true, too. You could have Count Dooku and then Asajj Ventress be, like, one of your minion cards that you play. But you gotta have the ladies. Sure, yeah. yeah. I think the six characters are Grievous, uh, Palpatine, Vader, Ventress, Gideon, and Kylo. Kylo Ren. Is he with shirt or without? (laughs) He's... He's... He's full armored up. Ah, I'm although, not playing it. Although <laughs> I, I have a feeling there's like one of his power cards, you know, like his fake cards, where he's just his removed shirt. <laughs> <laughs> the title of the card. <laughs> it's just him standing there with his weird chest, looking Star Wars, Star Wars hot. So it was Gen Con. I had a great time, and I yeah. really want to go back next year. Like you sold me, man. Hey, what else are you geeking on? <laughs> so I went and saw Bullet Train. And that is a fantastic movie. I too have seen Bullet Train. Yeah, so let's to agree. It is so good. The first trailer I saw for it doesn't do any justice. That's true. That movie just has a big energy to it. Yeah, and a look and a feel, and it's just like, and it keeps going. It's like in a, a, such a good way, like, such a fun way. It's so cliche to be like a movie is a fun ride. You know, I say it all the time. Yeah, like for movies that I enjoy. Yeah. Uh, but Bullet Train is like literally. Such a fun ride. But I also think it does really good of keeping on its theme, as yeah. well as, like, there's interesting characters in it, you know? Yeah. And I think it's really interesting that, like, the characters who you think are going to be quick throwaways... Because like, a lot of times it's, like, in a big ensemble action yeah. movie... Yeah, that's, like, that's... Yeah, I guess that's what I'm trying to say, is that, like, you expect it to be more like a cameo. Yeah. But instead... They're like characters whose arcs kind of come back and intertwine and stuff. Yeah, and then like they add like heart to a movie that you didn't expect it yeah. to at all. Like not in an emotional way, but you're like, oh, that character meant something for oh. this like yeah. series of events. I think the best is the the guy who's like comparing everyone to Thomas the Tank Engine characters. <laughs> Lemon. Yeah. Yeah, but then it becomes like a whole theme, like a yeah. huge part of the story. <laughs> who figuring out who Diesel is? <laughs> yeah. So good. Uh, the action is fantastic. Like, oh, it's yeah. so, like, well choreographed and, like, well shot. Like, there's no, not a moment oh, in that movie yeah. where I, like, a lot of times when I see an action movie in theaters, like, it gets me a little dizzy. Maybe oh, it's... Oh, with the shaky cam yeah. and the, like... Quick cuts. Yeah. Like, a lot of the quick cuts, like, like, back and forth. Like, they're trying to, like, put energy in a scene when an actor really doesn't know how to fight or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, or they're trying to cover up the stuntman. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like... They have like a five six actor, and then they have a six Dude, four stuntman. They're I trying don't to cover talk up. about ambulance ants too much, <laughs> but but when he's Dude. driving down that gutter, it's like the most obvious stunt. I went back I've and I watched that after y'all you were talking about that at church. I went back and I watched that scene. <laughs> I meant to text you because I was crying. I was laughing so much. It's the worst like, who ever. is this romance novel like 
decked out cover guy that's like shooting out outside of the ambulance. Oh, yeah. That's clearly not Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he's got the build of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes, and then obviously a wig to look like Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yes. Like his arms, so his biceps funny. were immense. Like as he's hanging outside. That's so funny. And like Gyllenhaal's like he's not a tiny dude. Like no, he's he was up. jacked in that movie. Yeah, but and for this guy to be obviously bigger <laughs> was so funny. But after you mentioned that, I was like, I gotta see this. I'm curious now. I'm back because we we so I mean we saw it in the like the literal IMAX like the yeah. ten story tall screen. Yeah. So it's just glaring. So he's like right there. We're like, oh. like this dude. <laughs> the his most peck obvious is like the size of like. It's so funny. It was hilarious. But yeah, no. So Bullet Train was, didn't yeah. have any of that issues that no, I could tell. No, it was it was like I feel like you could tell the people who made it loved movies. Yeah. Because there's interesting shots and the characters interacted yeah. and acted with each other. It wasn't like. So many of these big budget blockbusters where it's just like A-B shots. They're cutting <laughs> together because they couldn't shoot on the same day or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I also enjoyed... I, I've learned that lately... Maybe I've always been this way, but like lately I've really enjoyed physical um, comedy. Like comedic oh, timing. Yeah. Well, I think part of it is there's very little physical comedy going on at all. In, bullet- in TV or movies. Oh, or yeah, yeah, in general. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about a Bullet Train. Oh, no, I was Bullet like, Train does it really well. I was yeah. like, Brad Pitt's character is like, he's a clown. Essentially, you know, like he's so he and he's never been a physical comedian in his entire career ever, mm-hmm. not once, except for the one scene in some <laughs> movie where he gets hit uh, twice with the cars. It's not really a funny scene. But. <laughs> I really don't know what you're talking about. He is in uh, the Lost City with Sandra Bullock. Yeah, and he's really funny in that. There you go. Anyway, it's gonna drive me crazy. It's like an older '90s movie. He's hit twice with the same, like, two cars. And, like, they reference it in, I don't know, did you ever see Free Guy? No. Okay. That's a fun movie. You should check it out. I should. I should. It's on Disney Plus. I can watch that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I If you know what movie we're talking about, tweet us at (laughs) (laughs) ATBW. Josh and Phil. Like, An Evening with Mr. Ripley or something? No, The Talented Mr. Ripley. No, not that. I don't know. (laughs) I, anyway. Believe it or not. (laughs) Whole point. So, Bullet Trains. So, I got to see it before you. Yeah. And I said, it reminds me of a Guy Ritchie movie. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of Snatch. Yeah. Was that a fair... Dude, definitely. 100%. <laughs> like, it's just an Americanized version of that. Like, okay, so, so, like, the part you, of that... Like, there's what a lot makes... of anime influences in Bullet Train, I would say. Yeah, no, no, no. But, like, what makes Snatch, like, such a perfect movie, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is that it, like, encapsulates, like, British dark humor perfectly. And then Bullet Train is an American adaptation of a manga, so it has a lot of that anime influence in it. Yeah. But it's a super Americanized version of that. And, That's true. And it has that frenetic energy of an anime movie slash yeah. like a Guy Ritchie type movie. Yeah. But it's like super Americanized version of that. Yeah. And in that, it's just like loud, it's big, it's fast, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just really good. Like, it was really, really fun. But yeah, I would agree. It's a very accurate description, like a Guy Ritchie Snatch-esque movie. Because, like, all the different, like, arcs that are, like, coming around and, like, tangling into each other. I love that kind of stuff anyways. And, like, how even, like, the final shot of the movie, like, gets, like, a mid credit scene to explain. So those fantastic but no the the last thing i was gonna say is like the physical comedy of brad pitt in the fight scenes was one of my 
favorite moments. Like, I was laughing so hard during a lot of his fight scenes because of his facial reactions. Like, when oh, he gets yeah. hit in the That's lips. Because he, like, doesn't want to fight. Yeah, when he's, <laughs> he's like, so hit in the lips of the laptop at one point, which looks like it hurt. Like, it looked like it hit yeah. him for real. It's hilarious. <laughs> like, it's so good. Bullet Train, two thumbs up. Yeah, for sure. Definitely worth watching. What are you geeking on? What else are you geeking on, Phil? I'll briefly mention, I've been watching People of Earth. It yeah. was a TBS show. And their bumper for being TBS is like crazy loud colors and shapes. And I was like, what are they going for here? That's off topic. But People of Earth <laughs> is like a show about alien abductions or whatever. Yeah. But it's like a, it's a workplace comedy, kind of. That it's kind of like um if, if there was a slider with The Office on one end and like X-Files on the other end. It's right in the middle. That's fair. <laughs> you know? Like, That's pretty fair. Which is something that I, you know, I don't think I would ever have wanted to exist. No. But I'm vibing it. It's it's like a solid B show where it's like I enjoy it and I can turn it on in the background. But I don't, like, love it. Apparently there's going to be an animated X-Files comedy show done by Justin Roiland, who did Rick and Morty. Oh. And that's supposed to be coming. It's like a lot. Like, like announcements like this get me like yeah it's like that's why i say supposedly i don't i don't like is it with Mulder and scully or no it... it's like it's like the d team x-files <laughs> like that's but that's the comedic part of it is that they're yeah. like kind of like the uh well, kind of like the lower deck star trek show yeah 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 are they gonna do this to all our old favorite sci-fi shows i don't know man I'm lower what, decks is actually that, kind of decent though so give me that um animated sliders i'm here for that <laughs> I'd watch it. I would totally watch it. Would you watch it if it was like Rick and Morty style? Like uh, sure. I don't know. I, well, type of humor. The, it's pretty. The Rick like, and Morty crass. I thought was kind of funny. It's just so. It's just so nihilistic to me. Yeah. It's like I'll watch it and be like, ha ha ha, and the episode ends and be like, I'm really sad now. Yeah, that's fair. And so I never really got into it. I just feel like it is like one of the better written, better written sci-fi shows. Yeah out there so it is it's one of those things where i, was, I gave it a shot and just not your cup of tea but, yeah it's all good well because it is like the kind of jokes like in that first one it's like they shoot some alien and he's like oh my family or whatever <laughs> it's all so funny but it's like oh <laughs> there's an episode that you would hate then where it's like i think last season where uh the planet that they go to is really? uh like every time they go there like it's another generation has skipped ahead so uh-huh. throughout the episode like different things happen to where either they go to the planet or things get sent through a portal to this planet and like it's generations of this like one farmer alien dude that like his story gets told parallel to what rick and morty are doing throughout the episode mm-hmm. and in their timeline it's like 20 minutes but like in that planet timeline it's like 500 years <laughs> And they, like, go through, it's, like, a farmer, and he finds, like, some of their tech, and he gets super powerful, but then he gets, like, overthrown by his son. <laughs> it's, like, this, like, crazy Game of Thrones, like, storyline that, like, happens in the background of this episode. But, yeah, you're right, because at the end, like, the Rick and Morty stuff wraps up, and then they cut back to their B-plot, which is this, like, weird alien epic. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, Giglamesh or whatever. And it's it ends on a bad note, and then that's it. And then you're like, that's hilarious, but I'm also yeah bummed it's like out. It make, it's like the joke <laughs> lands, and I laugh. Yeah. And it's a good enough show that I think about it. And the more I think about it, I'm more like, oh. <laughs> but it is so funny. <laughs> anyway. It's wild. See, every time someone talks about it, it makes me want to watch it again. Well, before we play this game, in our next follow-on episode, <laughs> tell me one more thing you're geeking on. Speaking of Game of Thrones, 
House of the Dragon. It's about four episodes in, three episodes in. I had zero expectations. So were you one of the people like let down by the final season of Game yeah, of Thrones? Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Like, j- yes. <laughs> like the final season of Game of Thrones, like one episodes one, two, three were great. Because, like, that was leading up to the big, like, zombie battle that uh-huh. I'm sure you've heard about. Like, yeah. The, and the, the huge fight, like, the actual, like, big Winterfell battle with the zombies. Fantastic. Great. I didn't even, I wasn't part of the crowd that complained about the lighting. Because apparently a lot of people didn't care for how poorly lit the episode was. Like, when it was shot. So, like, a lot of the action scenes, you can't really see what's going on. It's just a lot of chaos and, you know death screams i guess but like i could i could see it fine i didn't have any issues so but i thought that episode was great after that absolute garbage it's just you could clearly tell that they were just ending it and had no desire to like do any justice to what they've built <laughs> you know what i mean and like I do, but I, it's like hard to believe it it's there had to be somebody who's like this is a good idea i don't know man they wanted out they wanted out with season seven so they did. i believe it i believe it and they're those type they did uh, one of them anyway wrote and produced X Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, okay. So that's that's evidence enough for me. Just getting his paycheck and going home. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, House of Dragons is yeah. the prequel, right? Yeah. So it's uh, like 170 something years before okay. the events of so the Game you of Thrones show. No expectations. Yeah, like zero expectations. Didn't really watch any of the trailers. Like watched the first trailer that came out of Comic Con, mm-hmm. like the big big trailer. Sure. And after that, I was like, all right, we'll see how it goes. I'm hooked, man. I love it. It's great. It's very well done. Uh, I read the book that it's based on. There's a book that it's based on? Yeah. Did uh, George R.R. Martin, Martin not yeah. actually. Did he finish the final book of Game of Thrones? No, no. Because <laughs> he wrote this book that came out, I want to say in like 2015. Dude, yeah. 14 or 15? I guess he's kind of hosed. Like, because he's yeah. got to wrap up his series for that book. Dude. And now everyone kind of hates the series because yeah. of the wrap up the TV show gave it. I was just talking to Matt about this. Maybe that's what happened. Like, he had all those ideas. And the writers are like, really? This, this is, is what we got to turn garbage. into a show? And now he's like, George, no one likes that. And they're like in the writer's room and they're like, George, what are you doing to us, man? Like, we have a reputation. He's like, yeah, but I'm like 60 years older than he's all like, of you. He's like, this is what I got. I don't know what to tell trust you. Trust me. Yeah, we right. got us this far. You'll bounce back. <laughs> Let's test the water so that way when I do the book, I can change it. And I look like the good guy and you guys look like yeah. a bunch of schlubs. <laughs> studio schlubs. Like you are. And they're like, you're fired. And he's like, you can't fire me. I'm a producer. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, no, it's super good. Um, highly recommend for any Game of Thrones fan. Like I said, the book that it's based on, it's not so much like a cohesive like point A to point Z story. It's like a the telling of like the history of the lineage. Okay. Still so in is a, the like, show trying to like skip around like the history of the lineage? Yeah, so they're doing okay. time jumps. Like the first few episodes are in one sequence, mm-hmm. you know, and then like there's a time jump in the next episode and then presumably every few episodes there'll be another like time jump that goes if not like just a few years, like maybe even decades and like later seasons it could jump up to decades okay. later. Um and then They've already announced that several of the cast, uh, or several of the characters that are introduced now in the show are going to be played as older actors by the end of this season. Oh. So, that's interesting. But yeah, the cast is phenomenal. The story's really good. They're doing a great job. You can clearly tell that they have a humongous budget for the show. Oh. (laughs) Because, like, they have two or three dragons per episode. Like, full dragons. Not just, like... And it's a lot to hire a dragon. (laughs) It's notoriously (laughs) difficult to work with, you know? 
<laughs> just demons. I know. <laughs> they're like asking for all red M&Ms. Yeah, they breathe real heavy. They got hot breath, you know. Uh, but that's good. Also, one other quick thing. She-Hulk. I know it's super early. So, I like want to watch it because I guess I've seen all the Marvel shows. Yeah. But you know me. I'm like pro-binge watching. Yeah, So, yeah. I'm like, I'm Waiting. sleeping on it till it's done. That's probably the best. But um, that clip of her twerking with Megan the Stallion. The Stallion. Choice. It's choice, man. It's choice so entertainment. How how representative of the show is that? Um, that honestly, it's just a silly moment in the show. Okay. Like it's But it's like a on the silly scale. It's like a ten. So is the show like an eight and it went to ten? Or is it like a like, five and a, that ten came out of nowhere? As a silly <laughs> scale on the silly scale I'd say about a seven. Okay. Six or seven. Because, like, it, it's going somewhere, you know? Yeah. I, I'm not entirely sure where yet. But, um, it's, like, it's fixed and or answered a lot of MCU problems already. Like, specifically around the Hulk. Okay. Like, why why is he Bruce at the end of Shang-Chi? Did they answer yeah. that, you know? Okay. How is his arm fixed in all the trailers for She-Hulk when it takes place after Endgame? They answer that right away, like, immediately. Oh, the meta-comedy... Or the meta commentary in the comedic fashion is funny. Yeah, enough. I did saw how they made fun of Edward Norton being like in the first Hulk movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're talking about it's just like a quick like exchange where he's like, uh, they're talking about Hulk and Abomination. He's like, Oh, that fight was so long ago, I was a completely different person, literally. And then Jen, you know, she Hulk she like looks at the camera and she's like, Ha ha ha. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like taking to the camera like that. Yeah, that's well, very see, high on the silly scale. Yeah, but that's also it's like She-Hulk though. That's like the character. She's a fourth wall breaker. Like Deadpool. oh, in the oh, okay. See, I don't know. See, I, I had no idea what to expect from a She-Hulk. Yeah. So she, her, and Deadpool are like the two top known oh. fourth wall breakers. Interesting. And there's like fun theories that I've read about that she's like talking to um, the Watcher. From what if? In the show, or is that how the comics have like a? No, in the show, she's speaking uh, to that would a, pre- be cool. a presence that she's not quite sure who it is or what it is, but uh, it ends up being the Watcher, and he's like kind of guiding her. Who watches the Watcher? Who watches the Watcher? I did. I yeah. liked What If. I did too. I stand by that. Uh, but yeah, no, She Hulk's definitely it's fun. Uh, I, I liked it. Not that Miss Marvel was bad by any means. It just changed a lot to the character oh i forgot to watch miss marvel it's good it's just like they completely changed the character like not necessarily let me let me rephrase that not the character like as far as like who she is as a person in the comics mm-hmm. that's pretty much like page to screen perfect you know right is it the origin story yeah you comic book nerds no dude <laughs> like it's it's fine the, if it's like one thing like one like it'll end up being fine this is like the uh, Raimi Spider-Man where everyone's like, it didn't mutate his DNA. He can't shoot webs no, out of his I hands. I don't care about that crap. I'm talking about <laughs> she's an Inhuman in the comics. They can't. They're not really talking about Inhumans at all in the in the MCU. Mm-hmm. So they're like kind of they redid everything where she's like the descendant of some race of people from another dimension. Oh wow! But like, that if you are a fan different. of her, like comics like i am like it just doesn't matter they've just been so weird about mutants so much yeah and then but then at the end of it they're like or towards the end of it they're like oh they your genetic code is mutated and then they from drop the, the ancient race of magical people no one knows of exactly do you see do you see <laughs> but like it's a good show it's not a bad show and it's super family friendly like it's not like sadie watched it she loved it 
also let City watch Moon Knight, and that is not a family-friendly show. No. but Dude, when that zombie comes out or whatever... <laughs> yeah, no, Sadie didn't so watch that. She was, she was like... That was like the best part. I the, wasn't ready the for The tongueless zon- or the priest or whatever that yeah. was like clicking like a like a clicker from Last oh, of Us. Oh, yeah, man. That was intense. That was so good. I started to watch like the kid, Knight of King Arthur. I can't even remember what it was called. It was like on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> It was like came kid. out three years ago. Oh, oh! It's like a it's like a kid family movie. Yeah, of a yeah, kid yeah. who's like the new about. King Arthur. He's gonna fight a bully with a sword. Maybe I don't know, because <laughs> it starts with like a cartoon of King Arthur's story. Yeah, and the villain is set up as Morgana, as like an evil witch, like. Bah! And Lucy was like doing dishes in the other room, and then it like goes to the actual show, and it's like it camera pans down. It's like I'm coming back, fucking <laughs> like, and Lucy was like, nope. Nope, and she just, like, left. And I was like, all right, all right, I'll stop, I'll stop. And I ended up watching Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse again. And it's, it's, like, every time I watch it, it moves up. It's, like, yeah. might be one, like, it's definitely one of my three favorite movies of all time now. Dude, yeah. It's just so perfect. It every really time is. I watch it, I'm just blown away by how perfect of a movie Into the Spider-Verse is. Yeah, which, like, I'm hoping that the expectations are, you know, like, met for yeah. the sequel coming out. Dude, and Next I'm trying July. to keep my expectations low, mostly because it's hard, it's hard to do for this movie. Though. Into the Spider Verse is so perfect. I'm like, nothing else can be perfect. Yeah, like so. I mean, like it's got to be worse. There's my point of fact. The 15, 20 second teaser that we saw is pretty dang good. It's such a good tease too, because I'm like, I just want to see it. Let it come out. Like, I'm and it's gonna be like a stupid two parter. Are we going to have to wait a year between them? That might be the biggest knock against it. Yeah, but who knows? Yeah, we could get an Empire Strikes Back out of this it's true uh, it's such a uh, I'm such a nerd though that when that 20 second teaser came out I watched the breakdown and saw like all these like details in the animation oh nice that like when they go through when uh, Spider-Man 2099 like intercepts him and then like that first like weird like yeah. super colorful like Hindu looking place uh-huh. like every action he does is written in, in Hindu oh wow like it's like thwip in Hindu and like oh wild all the, like, when he, like, elbows him in the face, like, when Miles elbows him to try to get away, like, uh-huh. the crack is in Hindu or whatever. That's awesome. It was, because just watching it, I, like, paused <clears throat> it, because, like, when they're running away from Doc Ock with the computer, like, after he realizes he can turn invisible or whatever, yeah. like, they steal, like, the donut or yeah. whatever. <laughs> and he throws it back and it says bagel. Yeah, yeah, the bagel, they sell bagel, it's like, bagel, and I was like, that's so funny. <laughs> such a small detail. Yeah. It's so perfect. And then something else about the movie that also, like, kind of... I never even noticed how wild it is until I watched the breakdown video. They're like, also, what kind of weird dimension did they live in when there's, like, snow on the ground and the trees are still have leaves on it? There's, like, obviously several feet of snow, oh. but the trees are still alive to that they were all... It could just be the lake effect snow or something. Lake effect? That happens in New York, right? Does it? <laughs> lake Placid. That's a good movie. Missed it. All right. <laughs> So, go back and watch it. It's that's what we've feature. been geeking on? Yeah, man. Totally. That's what we've been geeking yeah. on. This is a good geeking on. Thanks for listening. Next episode coming Stay up. Stay tuned. We're just going to set up the board and we're going to start playing Spirit Island. A lot less liquor in it than I thought there'd be. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you can make this into a drinking game if I'm you wanted to. I'm just kidding. I'm just saying. I'm yeah, just yeah, giving yeah. suggestions out there. You made it to the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Make sure to review, subscribe, like, heart, thumbs up, star, or whatever your listening platform lets you do to say we're something a human could listen to. You can message us on Twitter, Facebook, or Anchor.fm with all complaints and corrections. All the links you need are on AboveTheBoardPodcast.com. Stay above the board with Josh and Phil. (laughs)
perfect. 